Hey, this is Brian Bishop with The Verge. We recently took a trip to Industrial Light and Magic's X-Lab. Now, the X-Lab is a kind of next-generation entertainment sandbox where they're exploring virtual reality, augmented reality, and other kinds of immersive experiences, all happening underneath the umbrella of the Star Wars universe. Our written piece and video feature are up now, uh, and if you check them out, I think you'll probably like them. There's some crazy stuff that they're doing there. One of the people we talked to, though, was X-Lab creative director John Gaeta. Now, John's a real visual effects visionary in his own right. He created bullet time for the Matrix, he pioneered new methods of virtual cinematography, worked on Speed Racer, and hearing his ideas about the future of storytelling and this interconnected virtual world all originating from stories like Star Wars is a little like reading Ready Player One, only he and the X-Lab team are actually making it for real right now. We liked what he had to say so much that we decided to break out our interview with him into its own podcast. First off, I want to thank Ryan Manning for editing this interview along with our X-Lab featurette, and to John Lagomarsino and Tom Connors for shooting the video at Island in the first place. And that's it. Here we go. Here's John Gaeta, creative director at X-Lab. John, you have a storied VFX history you know, yourself. You helped invent Bullet Time, which I remember when I saw it for the first time. It was the first time in a long time I was seeing VF, VFX and I did not know how they'd been made, which was exciting. I mean, what inspired you to come over to work on, you know, as you've already had them, but you know, to work on this side of things, VR, AR, interactive experiences? Yeah, well, uh, my story is, um, you know, um, the actual uh, experience of uh, the Matrix itself uh, started uh, expanding my, my thought on the very topic that the movie was about. So, uh, you know, I, I joined uh, that, that effort with the Wachowskis uh, partly because I thought it was so um, well-written uh, how they sort of considered virtual reality completely sublime mm -hmm. and, no di you know, no di like in the perfect state, it's, it's flawless. It's a flawless simulation. So I was... Uh, taken aback by that, and then a long relationship with them in which we uh, discussed these things, you know, what it would really be like. In, you know, in the whole designing of those films, it was really quite a lot of uh, discussion like that. And my, uh, my friends and colleagues that we worked with, um, you know, uh, I've known them since. Uh, I think they've had similar experiences where they were introduced to the, the concept of it. But then, you know, our approach is, as uh, each film went on and then the years after, was to really try to make it in the, sa in the same sort of way that it might actually be made someday, right? To try to find some techniques uh, that were, uh, yeah, about capturing reality. And then, uh, of course, it would end up as cinema, you know, composed and all that, but we yeah, that we went uh, deep into a lot of exploration and a lot of things fell out of that that, uh, you know, are super relevant to, to me today um, and what we're doing here. And uh, a lot of those uh, friends, younger people then, uh, have uh, found their way into some pretty uh, interesting places, you know, throughout the community that we, you know, we are watching right now. Mm-hmm. And how did you get involved with, with ILM XLab in the beginning? Well, that was kind of like a dot connected. I mean, like, um, you know, I lived in the Bay Area. I had a lot of friends, you know, who worked here. I was, to some degree, like a client supervisor for years. And I had worked with ILM as, as a client in the past. But, you know, some, some friends just came over here. Um, and, you know, they... Uh, 
were around, you know, while I was doing other things, I sort of took a little break from cinema mm -hmm. for a while and was going into uh, experience and immersive stuff, you know, through the t a tech channel. And, but my friends who had come over here, uh, they were part of like, you know, strategy for this company and for R&D and stuff. And, and when the, um, the sort of like current chapter, you know, with Cassie Kennedy and the new Star Wars films, when that was really starting to uh, come to place, mm -hmm. yeah, I was asked if I felt like participating in that. And of course, that sounded pretty spectacular um, because, you know, it was uh, almost never, you know, it's a rarefied moment where, you know, content was going to be made across years, that it was going to be really an expansive development uh, experience. And I also, uh, you know, thought that, you know, the, the sort of timing was really quite interesting with all that was going on in, uh, you know, outside of film. So I thought that inevitably it would, um, it would you know, the universe would sort of <laughs> drive, you know what I mean, new types of media and it's turning out to be the case. I mean, I think that's what happened the first time that George... Uh, you know, after the first few films, and that seems to be, you know, replaying again. Yeah, and it's interesting. It seems like you guys have a really unique opportunity here where you have the, the different, you know, the technical prowess of all these people. You have the, the artist as well. Um, but there's also that collaboration with, you know, the many more Star Wars films and the story group that's happening. Um, you guys can kind of like plan against, you have, you know, Star Wars is essentially a platform unto itself that you can like place all these experiences against. Um, I mean, is that how you think of it? Or Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I, you know, there's, you know, my whole career has been about creative development. It's been about, you know, uh, uh, designing uh, moments mm -hmm. and uh, perspectives upon moments and things like this. Um, you know, that's what I was to some degree indoctrinated in, you know, with the Wachowskis over the years. And, um, but, you know, you need, uh, you know, you need source creators, you know, that, that can think across channels you know, so being part of something where there's a universe that really, you know, is manifesting across all different types of uh, experience channels, I mean, that, that's the ultimate opportunity. Um, and so I, I saw that that was, that was going to happen here. Um, at the heart of it, of course, is the story, you know, is the story group. And I'm lucky insofar as I work with them directly. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, you know, I like the bridge area, you know, between the writing and the, not just visuals now, right, but the, the sort of like how the experience manifests. So um, that's where I've situated myself. So I, I get to see, you know, I get to see the original ideation, you know what I mean, of story threads and, and universe tracks and all this. Yeah. What does, I mean, Collaborating that closely with that department, like what does that allow you and your team to do that maybe other people playing in this space just can't? Yeah, well, it's about, um, you know, moving beyond uh, sort of a mimic of uh, uh, a moment, you know, that you might be able to experience on an emotional level, like cinema can produce that, superb performance, literature can produce that, right? Um, but, you know, you know, folks who are uh, really in the act of making story, right? Like, you know, committing story onto media. 
uh, you need to be close to that to understand how you can uh, get emotion. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, the, it's the X factor around here uh, because uh, these folks know, you know, all that leads up to the moment that that begins and where characters become authentic, um, where context is created, you know, so uh, stories create context that you can, you can use as a foundation, you know, for more. So the, being uh, in the midst of, you know, the creating of the story and, and thoughts about how the universe evolves, I mean, that, that gives you great insight about what you will want to experience at the periphery of that. There's that one demo we had at the, uh, uh, with the tablet experience where you're kind of like, you know, you're watching a, what, you know, in gaming parlance would be a cut scene or a scene from a movie. And then you can, you know, watch that straight and that's fine and it looks like a movie. And then you can pause it and explore these different branches. Um, and everything we've been talking about that you guys are working on, it seemed to point, I think I mentioned this earlier, uh, you know, a world conceivably like, you know, six, seven years from now where you go see episode nine and you have that be the traditional movie and then maybe you're watching a version of it on your iPad and there's a scene with R2 in the background and you could just actually go off on a branch and explore that, which is very different than I think how other people are approaching VR. It's actually thinking about, you know, story and character, not just in lip service, but as part of a, a broad, cohesive experience, you know. Um, whether it's called, you know, deep media or cinema plus or whatever you want to call it. It's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, um, it's you know, not using the technology as the, the expanded universe. It's actually using like the storytelling to branch across these different platforms, which is very unique, I think. Well, it's the hardest one. I mean, I think that, <laughs> I think, well, this, you know, I like uh, people exploring in every way that they want, right? Like you'll never know where we end up, right? We'll never know what resonates the strongest amongst the next generation. And it's all valid. I mean, like I think it says, it's as valid to sort of like consider the first person experience and sort of being in world and having direct interactions and feeling like you can change and affect and all that stuff. I think that's gotta happen. I think people want that. I, I'm just uh, myself, I wanna make sure that, um, you know, there is at least a bridge from the familiar, you know, like we're comfortable, uh, you know, the human beings in general are comfortable with passive media storytelling, storytelling in general, right? It's been with us forever. And um, if you want uh, to draw the masses in, you have to do it in the most, you know, you have to baby step them deeper and deeper into you know, what will become, you know, some pretty sophisticated types of engagement. And so um, building block one, at least, you know, here where we sort of craft story, building block one is to allow people to understand that uh, there is no longer a wall between uh, that cinema, you know, or storytelling like that is just could be just the opening, you know, gateway, the right, the portal. Um, we would never expect a person to, for example, uh, not watch the full story. You know, like it's difficult to not, we're not expecting people to watch a movie and stop and then go and check, right? That's, you know, a, in a way it's a perfect medium. That's why it's so big, right? Um, we wouldn't tamper with that. But, but we do think that people want to, be, to go further, right? They want to get deeper. So we, you know, g revisit. Uh, a gate 
in the movie and step in there and observe our story sculpture. You know, it's like a work of art. And you know, I'm not all not all films are works of art, but I'm saying like it's a it's like a sculpture, yeah. right? So you can observe that. You can have you can observe that in a sort of multi-temporal sort of ways, and you can sort of we can create new ways of. Uh, being inter within intimate proximity of that story, mm -hmm. uh, which feel different, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then, but of course, the whole place that the story is taking place—it's like a world. Oh, look! There's the background. Well, guess what? It's really a place. It's a destination. So you can walk about this destination, and that it could be alive and, and dynamic like any online game, except you know, in the visual fidelity at some point of the cinema. Um, and anything that you may see uh, taking place that you may see in the in the scenery uh, of the story, you know, should be things you're allowed to experience, mm -hmm. right? Not necessarily, you know, I mean, I'm sure there are versions of this that involve gaming and competition, but really what I'm talking about is kind of being in the shoes of uh, a character like a character you saw in the story, like that person did that, I'd like to experience what that feels like. I want to be in the X-Wing, mm -hmm. you know, I want to be piloting the ATAT or hiding, you know, being where droids are hiding, <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and things like this. So um, we think those are experiences that are just one step deeper, you know, uh, than, ex than consuming the story. And uh, what's wonderful about that is like, uh, you know, if once the destination is built, you can wander around in it, you can be social in it, you can do other things, you can play in it, you can re-sleeve stories in a serial fashion, mm -hmm. right? So it's like in a way, in a strange way, yeah, it can be serial fiction, right? It can be interconnected. You know, you can like put stories and Lego brick them together. You could um, empower uh, um, audience. I don't, you like the word users? Right. So, so, you know, user slash audience, right? You, it would be nice to empower them to sandbox and sketch their own story at the, in the expository periphery of ours. So then, it, you know, they can create and then they can, you know, folks can come and see their creation. So, like, I think, um, you know, machinima, like, can go to a pretty exponential level, you know, in this sort of format also. So it's like you're basically talking about like using the, this, these, this technological developments you guys are working on to create just a, a very broad, expanded narrative universe that hasn't really been built before. In a way, though, the building blocks have all, are all out there. You know, like gaming shows us many building blocks. Right. Cinema, they, all, the building blocks are out there. Um, it's that mesh, you know, that sort of overlapping that is different. And... Um, you know, my, uh, I don't, I'm tired of the discussion. You know, I've, ha I've been through so many discussions where like, you know, in, in gaming you need to be free. You know, you have to have choice, you know, and, and yet it's so much richer when there's some sort of context, story context. So they want that too, and that's great. Uh, the storyteller in, in cinema, you know, a, a master storyteller you go to see uh, for a reason, right? You can't conceive of some of the twists and turns that like a Francis Ford Coppola would serve to you, right? And so you're there for that experience. So, you, so these things shouldn't be, I mean, they need to coexist, right? So the question is, can you create a, a space where they can coexist? 
Uh, and now this is kind of like, you know, fantasy universe and all that stuff. Um, there is uh, equal value in the social experience. There's equal value in the connected experience, you know, doing that uh, with people who are remoted. I mean, like, if I'm not sure if you've tried social, any of the social VR stuff, but it's pretty unique to uh, be all in a common virtual space together, and you're all over the world, right? But you are together. And it's, it feels very interesting. You quickly, it, you quickly forget that you're talking to someone who is on the other side of the planet. You know, you're just like there next to. So these things uh, are going to become really important, I think, to happen in the expository landscapes, you know, of these worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned how you guys are, you know, working with the, you know, the Square Group and the other filmmakers that are working on these other experiences. Is there any particular, like, you know, interactions that come to mind that you can talk about working with somebody working on, you know, one of these new films or anything like that when they saw this technology? You know, we've been exposing this stuff internally, you know, to really serious, not just, you know, directors, but like writers and creators of like interactive, you know, content. And, you know, again, they, 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 it's all you have to do is you know show a, like a squint you know what i mean like a squint of a possible nexus you know what i mean um and they if you know their imaginations will go um their the reactions have been i mean we're lucky that we are working with a number of um creators that are uh you know watching what's happening around them you know, so they're like cognizant of the current generation's uh, interest in interactive everything and device everything. Uh, and so, you know, um, it is another form of a theater, mm -hmm. these, these platforms, these different screens. So, you know, we have conversations like that. We're trying to open up the definition of theater to include all screens and that all screens could dissolve away and be spaced too. So, you know, we try to get these, uh, the filmmakers and the writers and such engaged on that level, you know, and see, see if they can imagine. Um, again, that's one of the reasons why we try, we're trying to baby step certain things, right? A 4D cinema experience is not a great leap. Mm -hmm. um, and they can all imagine it. Oh, it's like theater in the round. It's navigable cinema. Um, the idea has been around for a long time. I mean, I... I've talked to uh, great filmmakers in the past, you know, in like even 10 years ago that were, because gaming, you know, because of all the influence of gaming, even, you know, through that time. Mm -hmm. So they are kind of prepared. I mean, I think people are interested in convergence, but it's been messy, you know, because the industries haven't mixed so cleanly and uh, transmedia, bad habits in transmedia in the past where it's very franchise, it's very um, antiseptic in a way, in a franchise way. So like uh, things have been siloed out, like here's the, uh, you know, the interactive division and here's the book division and here's the game and the toy division and they're not connected. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's part of what's so brilliant about what um, George Lucas uh, was doing 
was that, you know, he, in, in one way, was already a renegade, right? He built this sort of like, you know, little kingdom away. And then he also uh, made it, like, made a closed-loop system, you know, where he could port the universe as he saw fit, you know, and he, he had high standards. And so he, you know, but he, and he, he knew how to partner, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I think there's a new model, you know, which hope, I mean, this is a difficult thing to do in this day and age, but a, a universe is, you know, is a, it's a creative IP, and the IP needs to be connected. I mean, it needs to have trapdoors and portals through all the pieces in order for people to like be able to, you know, have a um, sort of a net experience, you know, like an, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you know, we'll see how far, you know, how far we can get, but I, I think that's the new model. Deep media, all highly connected, smashed silo structures, you know, and all tapped and hubbed off of the origin creators. Mm -hmm. So in, like, in this kind of like world, what is, you know, what is the role of the writer and director then become? Well, writers are certainly very useful and, <laughs> uh, and, and directors as well for their imaginations. I mean, the thing that's great about filmmaking, there's a number of things about filmmaking that is fantastic. It's not an old medium. It has very, very strong, you know, pillars under it. Um, it, you know, it runs on leadership, you know, there's a hierarchical structure, so it actually streamlines vision to some degree, if you have a good visionary up top. Um, but it's also a super collaborative process. It's impossible to make a movie, right, without a very strong production designer and a, a costumer, and your actors, the moment they step on to the stage, they've like transformed it yet again, right? Suddenly it's now taking on a completely different life. So filmmaking is a collaborative process, and those sorts of folks that uh, know how it's done also understand collaboration if they're great, you know, that they know how other people's ideas can go even far further. If they, like, lay down the right path and then they put some bright, super bright mind, that person will, you know, make it flourish, right? So I think it's a good mindset for this as well, whereas immersive counterparts you know, of, of things like films and stories like that, um, can be done in a complementary fashion as in the same time, like the development of things can happen and overlap and ought to, mm -hmm. right? You're thinking about the universe from the center, like, you know, this universe is going to spread. Here's my story piece, and I'm building all the fundamental stuff. But I know that, like, there's going to be, you know, where someone's going to go deeper. And so, you know, I have all the pieces in place to help that, that one branch flourish, right. right? And so I'm gonna train, you know, to some degree. And I'm not, you know, suggesting that one would make like feature length immersive experiences. It's a totally different kind of format. It's, it's a, uh, it seems short form, but you could, if you build it in the right way, so it's a persistent place, a destination, then it, it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of a, it can be short form with regard to certain uh, story sculpture, you know, but it can be a forever place. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. So, you, you know, the production design and the thoughtfulness behind the universe, right, is, is all that you really, you know, you want to tap into that. So that in, that, in, in that way, it's sort of the primary creatives, you know, helping, right, on at least express what the expansion, what the expanded experience could be would make it so much better. Right. 
everything we're talking about right now is talking about using that, you know, that, that film and like the creative team behind that film to be the core and everything branches off from that. Do you foresee a future where these experiences that you're helping like, you know, create with even should be in the first place become so strong into themselves that there could be uh, an original one and then have everything, you know, then you'd have things branch out from that, oh, like totally. maybe a movie. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't, um, yeah, I mean like I'm just, I'm, I'm, I focus a little bit on the cinema, you know, as a front door thing because, um, you know, there's a wealth of um, rich, you know, content components for us to, to, to utilize. And so that's one track, but it's not, it's not the only track. I mean, we care, it can work in all different ways. I mean, I, I believe that you could create a super compelling, all simulated, you know, universe. You could create, uh, you know, user-generated content of all sort. I believe can be like the seed, you know, of something great. I think that uh, in general, the whole metaverse concept, right? Yeah. If you just take that, um, you know, the metaverse will begin like one one room at a time, and what you put in the room and what people do in the room, you know, can be the beginning of many things, right? It's just like in the crafting of what this room is going to be about. So I'm hoping and assuming, right, that people are going to create brilliant rooms. Right. Where there'll be interactions and it could be, you know, it could be like, you know, just hanging out with my friends. But, you know, folks will be more creative than that. They'll create mechanics that, you know, make people interact in new ways. Mm -hmm. uh, other people will be more, you know, a lot of a lot of kids already really pretty much live a life adorned as an avatar already. Right. So let's show up. You know what I mean? Let's show up. As avatars, we can do that either with a, a theme in mind, or we can do that in our own way. I'm sure, like you know, people will just customize, and from that will be born new formats. I'm sure, and new IPs that we can't even conceive of. Uh, like you see, you can see, like uh, I can't. Uh, I'm not going to be able to. You know, you can look in anime. There's some animes where they're very experimental this way, right? Like very eclectic collection of characters, you know what I mean, in very unusual, <laughs> you know, semi-cyber operatic <laughs> dramatic situations, you know? Right. Um, you know, let them go nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want, I would like to see, you know, what happens in the rooms of Japan in the future, you know right. what I mean? And what does that spin? You know, so, yeah, I'm, yeah, just, I think that it'll come from all different directions. Awesome. I think that's great. And I think we're out of time. Yeah. 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 Okay. John, that was, that was awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for listening, everyone. For further stories on VR, movies, and Star Wars, you can follow me on Twitter at BC Bishop. Otherwise, set your bookmark to theverge.com. Talk to you later. Bye.